Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 140, our guest would be Ted Setlaw from an exciting project called Chronicles of EMS. What is that? Well, it's an upcoming reality-based web series that travels around the world exploring EMS systems, how they operate, and the personalities behind them. Doesn't that sound cool? All that and a lot more on the Dr. Anonymous Show starting right now. show bringing you the best that medicine and social media has to offer. We are live here on Blog Talk Radio on a Thursday night. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there in Internet land, you call me Dr. A, and you can always find me at DrAnonymous.com. It takes you to the webpage. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net. That brings you to my Facebook fan page. Shout out to my 153 Facebook fans. I very much appreciate each and every one of you. You can also go to DrAnonymous.org. That takes you right to my iTunes page where, yes, you can subscribe to this show. And also leave a comment there. I'd appreciate that. And you can also listen to this show in real time on your iPhone or BlackBerry. You can just uh, direct your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash Anonymous, and you can listen to this show in real time. How exciting is that? Today is Thursday, January 14th, 2010, or MMX, or however you want to designate that. Uh, it is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. The temperature at broadcast time here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters is uh, 38 degrees. Actually having a little bit of warm-up here today. Very excited about that. I'm very excited to uh, 
uh, welcome our guests who will be coming up in just a few minutes here on the show. His name is uh, Ted Settler. He is uh, from uh, uh, emsmedia.tv, and we'll be talking about the premiere, the premiere of an exciting new reality, web-based reality series called uh, Chronicles of EMS. You can get there going to chroniclesofems.com. If you haven't been over there yet, I encourage you to check that out. They have a, an awesome, a, a just, it's, it's great, a trailer over there. Um, their premiere is going to be uh, coming up, I believe, on February 12th, which is just in a few weeks. We'll be talking uh, about that and uh, kind of... Uh, it's been it's been quite the rage there, if I can use that term, in the uh, EMS medical community out there on the internet. Uh, if uh, if you're uh, following a lot of people on Twitter like I am from that community, they're very excited about that. So uh, so we'll be talking about that and a lot more here. So before we get started, I do want to thank Log Talk Radio for again featuring the show again here this evening. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome to those of you who are new to the show. I have been a social media hobbyist and enthusiast since 2005. And of course, yes, I am a real physician, if you're wondering about that. I am a family physician in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio, meeting I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office. And if you're uh, listening live, you can see my smiling face on the webcam here this evening. Uh, if you're new to the show, you just go to the uh, top of the uh, chat room there, and uh, you click on the uh, webcam icon, and you can see me doing the show live right before your eyes. And I do have to warn you, yes, there is a little bit of a lag between the, uh, uh, between the uh uh, video stream and the audio stream, but hey, you can actually see me. So I do want to give a shout out here to everybody here in my chat room here before we take our first break. We've got Dana Lou, we have Fire Critic, we have uh, Firefighter Netcast, we have freaking Ben with the Q, we have my good friends from the Gen Med show, we have uh, Earl 007, we have a couple of guests, two, three guests in there. I do. Uh, uh, encourage the guests to uh, register here at the Blog Talk Radio site. Very easy to do. You can participate in the chat room, type in the chat room, and make fun of me like everyone else will do through the course of the show. Also, J-Man, Jesse Wilder, Liz, uh, Scanman. Scanman is uh, checking in all the way from India. It is Friday morning. He is my uh, good friend from India, so thank you for Checking in with us there, Scan Man. And I think I have everything uh, that I needed to say here, so we will take our break. And right after the break here, we'll be having uh, Ted Setla from the EMSmedia.tv talking about Chronicles of EMS. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show, a proud member of the uh, Better Health Network. You can get there at uh, GetBetterHealth.com. And also a proud member of the ProMed Network of podcasts. You can get there at ProMedNetwork.com. And we'll be right back.
And welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio. That's right, lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. On the line now, we have live, we have Thaddeus Setlaff from uh, EMSmedia.tv. Ted, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's an honor to, uh, to be on the show for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into things, I just uh, I, I want to I want to thank you for being on the show, and I, I want to tell everybody out there the uh, the power of social media because uh, we just booked this interview like two days ago, <laughs> and, and I do want to give a shout out to our good friend Jamie Davis who uh, was uh, uh, doing his live show MedicCastLive.com where uh, you were. Uh, uh, participating there, and uh, uh, you gave out your Twitter and uh, Facebook, and uh, and I contacted you then. And uh, I'm glad that our schedule will be able to uh, line up so we can so we can talk about this exciting project. This is going to be exciting. That's all I can. <laughs> it, it, at a minimum, so I can't wait to to explain how this got started and where we're going with this. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about you first, because because you're both a filmmaker and a paramedic in the San Francisco Bay Area. Were you, were you a filmmaker first, or were you a paramedic first? I began paramedicine back in uh, 2000. Uh, 2000, I started school, so uh, really been in EMS actively since 2001, and so that came first. Although the enthusiasm with film started back a little bit earlier than that, it was all really just hobby at that point. So it became more of that during the time in which I was uh, working as a firefighter paramedic. Great, great. And, and, and I love hear, hearing people uh, talking about why they love their job. What, what, uh, what drew you towards being a paramedic and firefighter? And, and, and what, 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 ha- what makes you continue to, what, what gets you up in the morning to continue doing that type of work? Well, if there's anything that I learned uh, from the close-knit community, I I began working as a firefighter paramedic out in Michigan, and I worked for a department where I was a not a uh, more of a paid-on-call type of firefighter. And you know, you were you're making maybe ten dollars an hour out there and working part-time and working a full-time job on top of that. So the work, just like ninety (laughs) percent, most people that are in the industry. You're not getting paid a lot, but it, it is the people. You started realizing really quick that the people who were doing this work are completely committed to, to not only watching your back, but finding uh, better ways to, to build their community. And in the involvement that they had in the community and what they did for uh, those they serviced, it, it just it was a natural fit for me. I've got a family full of health care providers. My mother's a nurse practitioner. My dad's a pharmacist. And so there's a there's just healthcare's always been in in my life as long as I can remember. So. Wow. And then uh, uh, your uh, your filmmaker background or passion for it. Uh, um, have you always kind of wanted to be or are a storyteller or writer growing up or what what drew you towards uh, towards that uh, method of storytelling? Well, I, I think what really made me dive into it was. I'd say about four or five years ago, I was in a, here back in the, the San Francisco Bay Area, and I had to make a decision. And, and that decision was, do I keep moving towards, you know, you, you know, the hobbyist, you buy a whole bunch of film equipment or your, your handy cams and, and whatnot, but you have all of this tape, 
and you're sitting here going, what, do you, what am I going to do with all this? I mean, it doesn't make sense to just keep recording if you just don't do anything with it. So I started doing, and, and it, this is literally how it, it began, by putting together videos for the family, because families back in Michigan or in Colorado or wherever, and I wanted to put uh, a video together every year to kind of showcase how big the kids were getting and whatnot. And so the skill level, it was all self-taught initially, making sure I understood the editing software and whatnot. But, it's, of course, I think any editor would, would go through this whole process themselves. They'll say, oh, I can, I can, my next project's definitely going to get better. Oh, my goodness, I can do this better. And so that's what started the storytelling aspect, knowing that you, you definitely wanted to show the, uh, the family how the kids were growing up, what was going on in, in an entertaining way. And you, you did it every year, and, yes, you're – your uh, editing skills got better. But once I started realizing that, and, and actually this is kind of where it started from an EMS perspective, was I was doing a training burn in Michigan, and uh, I was like, you know what, Chief, I'd, I'd love to film the training burn and, and be able to turn it over to you for, for you know, education purposes or whatever. And he's like, sure, that sounds like a good idea. And it literally started there. And I started realizing how important it was to have this kind of footage. And I wrapped this camera up in in a, in a in a fire jacket, as well as put on you know protective lenses and everything on this thing, and we took it right in the fire. So it was a, it was a the, the camera didn't get damaged, and I learned hey, the, not only is this footage really good just to show what a you know a flashover uh, looks like and, and things of this nature, but it but it gave us something that the department never had before. So that literally was the very onset of doing. EMS or fire-based filming to such a degree that it became uh, an element of, say, training. So, wow. Uh, but before I move on, I, I do want to ask you what what, uh, what did you think when you when you see movies like you know Backdraft and you know that 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 type of filmmaking there? I, you know, early on in my career, I was just like I think ninety ninety percent of people out there. They they get really excited about these movies because they. They imagine that the industry, that's what the industry's like, and you, you just don't know any better. And, of course, Backdraft was, was a movie well before I was a, a firefighter or a paramedic, and so I took it for granted that 90, you know, all the, the different things that were going on in that movie were true. Um, later did I realize just how false they were, and, and then it got re- repeated and repeated and repeated, and those stories didn't didn't really create a sense of what the industry was about, and that was probably the the single leading most cause of me putting something together that represented us in a way that I thought was positive as well as um, educational towards our industry. They gave a real look on on what we do. So. If uh, you're just joining us, welcome to the Dr. Anonymous Show. Our uh, guest is Ted Subla from uh, EMS Media. And uh, let's dive into this uh, Chronicles of EMS. So uh, tell me uh, tell me how this idea, how this project got started, where it got started, because um, I love hearing those type of stories. This, it's just an unbelievable turn of events, to be honest with you. I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am that, Obviously, it was fate. Something fell out of the sky and, and whatnot. But back in, I want to say August, uh, September, October, started, we started talking about working the EMS Expo. And uh, all of a sudden, Chris Montera, 
had gathered a group of us together, Greg Freeze, Jamie Davis, myself included, to put together uh, Carissa O'Brien, put, or put ourselves together in a, in a way that we could represent the EMS Expo and uh, put out videos for the vendors and whatnot because that uh, was something that they hadn't done before. Well, inadvertently, during the week we were at the EMS Expo and mingling with people and whatever, Chris Montera and I were sitting at, uh, at, at a place putting together the website for the EMS Expo, and we were just talking about business ideas and, and film concepts and whatever. And the concept rolled off, uh, off of um, Chris's tongue about, you know, I just got back from uh, New Zealand, and wouldn't it be great to just put together a series about meeting and people from different EMS agencies and showing, uh, showing it off. I said, well, you know, from a, from a film standpoint, I kind of like that idea, but from a web series standpoint, you know, we could really do that instead of creating like a documentary or something like that, but actually do a web series. And so we got to talking and it was, you know, yeah, when we get money and when this happens and, you know, when the, the stars aligned, we'll figure something out and that's the direction we go in. In the meantime, I had been working on a web series that was a narrative series where it was called uh, The System, and it was a, a narrative look but an authentic look at the paramedics out of Oakland. And so we had the resources to be able to do that, but we were seeking funding at that time. And so we were trying to combine these ideas to some degree but didn't know how it was all going to – the glue. We didn't have the glue yet. And literally three days after we got back uh, from the EMS Expo, I'm on a podcast with uh, Chris Montera and the EMS Garage. And little did I know, I didn't know who the guests were, I didn't know what was going down, but Justin Shore and Mark Lindkors happened to be guests on this, on this show, and they had known uh, Chris before, but I don't, I, I don't know how I didn't find out about this earlier. Justin says that he emailed me months ago, but I never received that email, so I don't know what's going on. But... Literally that night, I learned that the following Sunday, Mark was coming over to take a huge step in, in what we call the sharing of, of best practices and teaching uh, kind of the people who were watching through their blogs a, a way of sharing what their systems were about. And they were only going to do this through their blogs. Uh, they had tried to go through the BBC, and the BBC had had initially shown interest and then turned it away because of uh, certain fears of uh, social media. And I think uh, even some of it came up that the, you know, Mark's employer at some point was a little nervous, and rightfully so. I mean, this is a, this is a kind of a touchy situation when it comes to certain filming. And, and, and for all intents and purposes, we, we all understand kind of how the private ambulance service works where they're a bit more conservative than most. Um, hmm. They want their image to be clean, you know, Interesting. Happen, but they obviously want to make sure that from a PR standpoint that they, uh, they don't look bad, which yeah. is why, how, how does uh, Hollywood actually get away with half the stuff they do when they, when they make us look the way they do? So, <laughs> so that literally was that Wednesday night is when the story started. Uh, the bells went off. I couldn't believe what I was hearing because literally three days before then, we were sitting there talking about creating a web series that actually showcased this very same thing. And yeah. that's what was amazing to me because it was, it was like the creation had, the, the, as the seeds had been planting, and then all of a sudden, here we go, we got our list of characters just like that. So that's how it got started. 
Hmm. So for, for somebody who, do, who knows nothing about Chronicles of EMS and what's it all about, how would you describe what this uh, series is about? It is a you – know, we're definitely dubbing it a reality series because, you know, we're not sugarcoating anything about the patient care, anything about the way that calls run in any one system or another. Of course, this episode, the pilot episode, is – uh, the visit to San Francisco and what it was like to uh, deal with patients and whatnot in the San Francisco setting. Okay, that being said, it is literally discussing the differences in different systems, from Mark system to, to the, the privatized healthcare system that they have here, and really trying to dive down to how, how similar but how different things really work. And so there are conversations between the two, discussing how maybe a call could have been run differently, uh, discussing socialized versus privatized, discussing different kind of cardiac care um, and different kind of patients in, in the system and how it handles uh, anything from frequent flyers to, you know, trauma and how they, the, the system responds to it with a rapid response car through, you know, a fire engine and you know, two, three fire engines and, a, and, a, and an ambulance sometimes. And so just these really, I think, important factors go into, and there's a lot of discussions, I think, through podcasts and everything right now that really discuss this as a very, this very topic about system response and, and response times and how much is too much and how much is too little. You know, the budget crisis is a, is a big issue, too. So this, this kind of dives into different aspects of that from the caregiver, caregiver level. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, maybe taking a little bit of a, a tangent, um, it, it was interesting talking the other night um, that some uh, systems, uh, some cities, um, even close to me here in, in Cleveland, Ohio, um, the, some EMS uh, systems are not going to be responding to certain types of calls, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, how do you, how, how do you do that literally over the phone? I, I, uh, I can't imagine it, it being uh, – I can just see the one call that changes that system back to the way it was because of just how bad the, uh, the judgment was on one call, and it's going to probably be something like that. But, again, uh, Mark's system you know, pushes forward this paramedic to be able to make an initial assessment, which for all intents and purposes, doesn't matter where you are in the world, if you've got a paramedic to be able to do that initially and you can – Make that judgment call, even if you have to get in a, in my opinion, we'll go through that, but you get a downline doctor and you're telling the doctor, look, there is really no reason for this, and she's insisting that she go kind of situation, you can make the decision to say, no, you're not going by ambulance, you can go by some other means. Um, I can't imagine how much tax dollars that's going to save, but I understand that the political ramifications of that is uh, is a little bit different as well, so... I'm, I'm certainly not that political guy. Right, right, right. But would that be, but would that be a, a concept or an idea or something that would be covered in, in a show like this? Yes. As a matter of fact, we each, the, the show itself is going to run um, our, our model as we go forward now is that we're going to travel to different cities, and at, at each city we're going to film enough to create four different episodes. Each episode is going to kind of cover a different aspect of the city, of the response system, 
the actual people behind it, and what it takes to actually work in that system, levels of training and, and, and going through the process of being employed there. Um, so that's going to be covered in those four episodes. So the, everything from your roundtable discussions all the way through responding with them. That's our, that's our goal. We want to try to encompass as much of the system as possible and sharing that with our viewers. So kind of a reality, but it is also a reflection of, of all the people that are involved there and have them also tell you from the ground level what it's like to be there. So, so it's like so there's like there's a there's a host or a main character for that episode that kind of takes you inside of what they do or is it or is it a, a bunch of people from a certain system or or a combination of both or it's going to be a, we're going to have our host Justin Shore and Mark Lancourse are, are our hosts for this show. It's very important in my opinion to have a show like this that is hosted by industry professionals because otherwise you're not going to ask the right questions. You're not going to get the right content, and you're not going to show the viewers that you're actually doing it for the industry in which you're actually in. So that's the reason why we chose to go this route. We have a paramedic who has a socialized background and, and from that U.K. system who brings a, a completely different perspective to the screen where you have then on the opposite side of the fence, you've got a paramedic firefighter who works both sides, fire and EMS, out here and has an unbelievable amount of knowledge about how systems work. And he's been with uh, San Francisco Fire for a little over eight years now, and he, he was working for, uh, I think, just another five, six years ab above that in another fire uh, system. So the fact that he, they both bring such good qualities to the table to be able to actually analyze any system that we go to, and from Phoenix to L.A. to the rural departments in Louisiana, uh, however you measure it, I think that they can bring a perspective that can either can, can help and offer different ideas during the process that we're learning through their, uh, through their travel. Hmm. Wow. So, uh, so how often would a, uh, an episode be released? So we're looking at uh, our goal here coming, uh, moving forward is to build it where each month we go out and film. So the following month, you're going to see uh, the next episodes come through. So we're hoping, uh, going through this next year, that we're going to put out an episode a week. We'd love to be able to have at least that kind of frequency and moving forward. Um, with that, that comes a lot of logistics, a lot of planning, and a lot of different aspects of this that we're in the infancy now starting, now that we know what we have and what we're structuring it as. So it's going to be probably another month before we get things uh, on the ground running. But uh, that's going to, once we start that, we're going to, you're going to see an episode a week. So, um, Our guest is uh, Ted Seppa from uh, EMS Media. We're talking about uh, Chronicles of uh, EMS. You can go there to chroniclesofems.com. Uh, so, Ted, I know that a question that uh, you're probably going to get a lot and that I hear a lot um, is sponsorship, sponsorship for, you know, the series and for everything that goes into that. Can you share a little bit, a little bit about um, that process of, of how you're approaching that? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, the big thing that uh, the EMF community uh, from a uh, the sponsorship model that we're adopting at this point is really to, to sponsor each episode. 
Each episode uh, can be sponsored at this time for uh, $5,000. So any company that uh, has you know, any interest in advertising to this niche audience uh, obviously focuses on uh, whatever episode that they want to be a part of. So we, we're looking at, say, our next uh, stop is L.A., we're going to do four episodes in L.A. I, am, I guarantee that there are manufacturers and companies that would love to target the L.A. EMS system. So we're going to make sure that they have this opportunity to put themselves in front of this series and allow them to kind of see and be a part of that. But sponsorship doesn't stop by putting an ad on the front. I mean, this is, the, this is where reality TV takes on a whole new meaning, and this is what I want you know, sponsors to really understand is that at every location that we go out to, it's not just about keeping a, a Twitter hashtag alive and, or, or the Facebook page updated or a Google group of, you know, informed on what we're doing. We're actually going to be having a meetup session of the EMS providers in that local area who want to understand more about the EMS uh, 2.0 initiative, which is a simply where are we going in the future? Where are we, what is next for the EMS community? And I think that this allows us to not only get online and meet new people, but get into each other's um, personal lives, meet people, uh, toast to the wonderful things that are coming up in EMS, and find, you know, meet the, the movers and shakers in the industry who really want to do something moving forward. And you never know. At some of these meetups, I've met some incredible people that, obviously have just as much or more vision than I do. And I absolutely get inspired every time I get to one of these to see how we could actually do something maybe a little bit different. And so uh, each manufacturer or anybody that sponsors the episode can be guaranteed that uh, we're, going to, we're going to create these meetups at every city that we go to. Wow. Hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's a question here. I think it's from Greg. Have uh, other locations already been selected um, or are you just throwing out to some cities? No other locations have been firmly selected. I do know that I have been given invitations uh, everywhere from Ontario, Canada uh, to L.A. Uh, out on the, on, the, uh, West Co- or on the East Coast. And so there's nothing been firm as of yet, because we're still trying to make sure that from a, either a funding standpoint or the next actually literally two weeks, we'll determine how we go about uh, choosing. And so that's kind of where we're, you know, we, we, want, we want the uh, community to start offering suggestions. And actually through our Google group, we found that a lot of people have different suggestions, and they were taking us over to Israel, uh, Scotland, and they were saying, hey, we could, we'd love to see Switzerland, Germany. <coughs> There's a few of them that really were uh, grabbing us to really want to go international. But I think from that perspective, we're going to have to wait just a little bit longer to get the, to get the funds coming in to know that we have that as a possibility. So we're going to keep it as local to the United States for now uh, in hopes that we can start showing exactly what we're, we're creating. Now, you've already kind of uh, dove into this a little bit, but the uh, the social media strategy has been fascinating to uh, watch. Um, we talked uh, before the show of a utilization of things like meetup.com and, and that type of thing. Uh, can, can you talk a little bit about your uh, social media strategy? Because I, I remember uh, first seeing something like this when you first did your uh, 
uh, Facebook page, uh, Facebook fan page, and uh, uh, already in I don't know one or two days after that was announced, had you know a huge amount of fans. Uh, I mean that's that's just incredible. And and, and I uh, I'm humbled by that uh, to to be honest with you because I think people understood what we were trying to do to a certain extent with Level Zero, which was the documentary I had created uh, back in May of 2009. Uh, many of those came from that side of the fence, and that's what we were bringing. And so it was almost natural for them to see, okay, we got this is what's coming up next, which was really neat. We had that support already started. And so moving forward, our, the, the vision for, for EMS is that not everybody in EMS is got a Twitter account or has a Facebook account. Maybe they got an email account. Maybe all they do is carry around a cell phone that doesn't even get Internet, and all they want is a text from now here and there or whatever. We're trying – our social media strategy is, is fairly simple in that we want to encompass every social media outlet that there is, whether you're on GEMS Connect, EMS One Connect, um, anybody throughout any of those networks who – really enjoys just staying within their certain networks. If you just want to be a Facebook fanatic, we're going to update that for you. Uh, if, you're, if you're the Twitter and Twitter only, we'll do that as well. You like Ning, you like all these different sites, we, we have what you need to be able to be engaged with us. Now, like I said, we're going to take this reality show to the next level where from pre-production all the way through post-production, we're going to be engaging with the audience. And so you will see in this series that we literally will be answering tweets, uh, answering Facebook uh, posts, all while we're filming. Because I think that's an important part that the audience really needs to know, is that we're listening, we're wanting to get your feedback, and we want to respond to that feedback while we're doing something. There may be that case that some paramedic firefighter or, or EMT had just had the experience in, and you know what? They wanted to bring that to the attention of, of a worldwide audience right away, and this will allow that to happen because we're going to be dealing with these same things throughout the world, and what a better place to do that than on an entertaining series that showcases kind of both that educational element as well as, as some fun stuff. So. I think it's fascinating that, that people, uh, they're, they're going crazy over uh, social media uh, type of solutions, but when it really comes down to it, and something that you've already talked about is, I mean, it's really the in-person meetup, the in-person networking and things. Uh, that is what really um, connects people, um, and, and it'll be interesting to kind of see, you know, as you have these in-person meetups, uh, you know, for the show, um, how things go out. Um, uh, but it's that's uh, it, I think it's great that you're that you're using both an online solution and also an in-person solution. That, that's a great idea. And, and I think that that uh, really was cemented uh, with this premiere, which was a, a major way that we changed our focus from the level zero level zero premiere to this one, because we wanted to make sure that hey, if that uh, that EMT or paramedic who was out here in San Francisco that happened to have a few extra bucks to fly to. Uh, to L.A. or Miami or whatever for the weekend and knows that they're going to be meeting with the cast and crew and, and, the, and some really cool EMS people on the, the East Coast, he can do that or she can do that. They can get involved in any way they want to, and it really kind of cross-pollinates all of the different EMS systems in, in a way that, you know, we can say that the EMS expos do 
or, or conventions like that do to a certain extent, but a lot of times those are never those are never affordable for a lot of people, and these kind of tweet-ups are really geared towards the grassroots field personnel that, that understand that getting to know people, you don't always have the option to go out there uh, to the, the expos and, and learn and meet new people about uh, what's coming up in EMS. So I think that this is a, a bigger networking opportunity uh, than, than we realize even now. I think it's going to definitely cement everything that we're doing. Um, our guest is uh, Ted Setla from uh, EMS uh, Media. Um, yeah, I do want to talk about this uh, premiere coming up, um, but I do. I did pull off the audio, and I don't, I don't know if this is going to work from the trailer. And of course, obviously, it's a more better effect with video. But um, I, I did like uh, at least I can like play this for the people here, and we'll see if this works. And then we'll talk a little bit more. This is about two minutes, so. Hang on, everybody, and uh, we'll see how the audio is here. We'll be right back right here on the Dr. Anonymous Show right after this. I'm Ilya Matthews coming to you from San Francisco, California, the first host of the Chronicles of EMS. Now, what is the Chronicles of EMS, you ask? It's a series where Justin Shore and Mark Glencourse come together and share their perspectives of EMS from around the world. Hey, it's Justin with the San Francisco Fire Department here on Chronicles of EMS. We're here in San Francisco and on the edge of the financial district in the Barbary Coast neighborhood. And I've brought UK paramedic Mark Glencourse to show him a little bit of history of the San Francisco Fire Department and this great city. working for about 15 minutes and the last thing I remember was my chin strap being in front of my face and someone shouting, we have a man down, a man down. A large section of the ceiling had fallen 30 feet, hitting me on the head and knocking me down. That's the day I almost died. As part of my continuing recovery, after returning to work after three weeks, it suggested that I start a journal to share my ideas. I chose blogging instead as a way to share my story and as a way of cheap therapy. Through the blog and social media, I learned that there was an entire online community of firefighters and paramedics like myself sharing their stories. It was in this community that I met Mark Glencourt. My name is Mark Glencourt. I'm a paramedic from the UK, from the northeast of England in Newcastle. I'm over in San Francisco, as you all know. I'm here on a project that's something we've organized over the last year now so that we can come across the Atlantic and actually discuss how we do our jobs, how we tend to people in the community. Fire, 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 can't be covering. You can read about EMS in a book, or maybe in an article in a trade magazine, or maybe you're one of the lucky ones that can fly across the country and visit other providers at a trade show. But not until you stand shoulder to shoulder with another paramedic in their EMS system can you understand the unique differences and the commonalities that make all EMS providers the same. That is the Chronicles of EMS. Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio on a Thursday night. Our guest is uh, 
Ted Sutla from uh, EMS Media. And uh, uh, Ted, let me let me ask you about this premiere because I've, I've been seeing this on Twitter. I've been seeing this on the site. Uh, this is going to be a big party here in San Francisco on February 12th. I imagined it to be about 10 people. I'm not going to lie to you. And uh, those ideas got squashed really quick. Um, I think we're going to have uh, 10 people from Baltimore. And so the, the idea, I think, is starting to grow because they – we are really trying to work to get not only best room rates and, and everything going on, but I, I'm starting to employ uh, the social media personalities that are well-known, maybe not well-known throughout the EMS community, but well-known throughout the social media community to, to help us host this event. Because I think one thing that I've learned as a, as a, as a filmmaker is that the idea of a tweet-up or a tweet-up premiere is relatively new. There's only a couple of people that I know have done this really effectively. And one of the people I'd give a shout-out to, his name is Jason Pollock. If you haven't seen his movie, it's called The Youngest Candidate, and it's about young politicians getting into office. And I thought this was an amazing story, documentary. He said it took over three years to film. And when it came out, one of the things that, that he did strategically, and I thought this was brilliant, was bringing in people who have got hundreds of thousands of followers, if not millions. Uh, one of his guests happened to be uh, Jeanette Joy uh, on Twitter, and she's actually going to be now our host for this premiere. So she's flying up to San Francisco from L.A. to host wow. So it's, it's, it's that kind of community that you know they may not be in EMS, but they sure do understand what it's like to, to have a web series. As a matter of fact, she's got her own uh, web series uh, as well. So there's this element of people from the film community uh, TV community as well as EMS coming together. But the networking aspect of this is really focused on the, uh, the EMS community. Wow, that's great. I mean, that's incredible. Um, so how many people do you, uh, do you have an idea? Or how many, did you, how many did you expect and how many people are actually confirmed coming? I expected about 25 total. Um, and within 48 hours, we have 25 reservations already. So I think... By the time we're all said and done, it's going to probably be somebody gave me a ridiculous number, and I'm going to ignore that for now. I'm hoping you know we can be anywhere from 40 to 50 people uh, on site. There is is the goal to reach. If we get more, that's incredible. I think I think there's definitely a lot more than that from the EMS community that would would love to have a say or or learn from other people or meet some pretty incredible people in the EMS industry. So. Um, once this gets out over the next week, I think we're going to have uh, a good 50 to 100 people showing up. Wow, wow. And uh, you guys are kind of looking at some uh, uh, real-time web uh, type of uh, uh, ways to participate as far as uh, live streaming video and that type of thing for the event? Exactly. We're going to have a show, pretty, a structured show, so it allows people to kind of know what's coming up. The show's going to start at 4. Uh, we're going to have set time intervals at which certain things happen so people can tune in at a certain time and make sure that they don't miss something that they may have really wanted to see or hear. And then at 5, we'll have the actual premiere happen, uh, so it'll be through the same page. We'll be able to unlock the, uh, the pilot episode, let that play. And as it stands right now, that's running about 20 minutes. It's a little longer than any other episode will be because obviously we have a lot to to, to do with establishing characters and, and really developing this. So 
and all those uh, all those times are Pacific time, I presume. Uh, all those times are Pacific time, correct? Okay. Um, let me see. Let, let, let me ask you some geeky questions. Um, I love geeky. so. Uh, <laughs> What, uh, what, what's your camera setup, and what, uh, what, what kind of stuff are you using for video editing? First off, the cameras, I, ca- I can't tell you how important it is to have the right cameras. And uh, I'd say about it was a 60-40 on this where we used Panasonic, the HVX200s, which is just a third-inch, three-CCD chip cameras. Great cameras for uh, really good light situations, and I think the, the, the best attributes that they have is that they, of course, are solid-state media, so you're not, so your drag-and-drop technology is, is there. You're not, you're not recording the tape. We recorded uh, everything at 1080p, uh, you know, so just around a 2K version of, the, uh, of these files. So when you see these, that's why you can definitely tell the clarity difference in, in much of the trailer and, and things of this nature. Um, from an editing standpoint, we're doing everything um, oh, I'm sorry. Well, the other camera we're actually using is the um, EX3, so the XD cam and the half-chip camera there, the half-inch chip camera there. Okay. From, from the post-production side of things, we're using Final Cut Pro, both Final Cut Pro 6 and 7, actually. Um, the uh, Farron Tabrizi, who uh, works for EMS1, is actually working on the rough cut as we speak. Uh, just sent me over the Final Cut Pro file. And I'm working in Final Cut 7, uh, just because I'm an early adopter on just about everything I do, which I probably shouldn't half the time. But it's <laughs> so I've upgraded, and that's what I'm working on. I've got the, the Mac Pro, and I've got about 12 terabytes of uh, storage that I work with. Wow. This is this amount of data. Just I fill up terabytes like uh, most people fill up uh, megabytes. So. Right, right, yeah. Uh, and I like that you're, it's your uh, well, one of the sites you're using is Vimeo. Um, I think they have a great video, great playback. Uh, they just uh, really shows through the quality of that uh, high def uh, video. It does, and and yes, it's a it's a quick, simple solution. And to be honest with you, I've been scouring the internet to try to come up with the best solution, player conversion factor, because obviously they need to be converted to FLV files and whatnot. And every solution has their pros and cons, and so far Vimeo has just been a a good. It, it's like your meat and potatoes. It it has everything it needs. Uh, it doesn't have all the fancy gadgets and 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 stuff that you just sometimes don't need. But once we grow bigger, it's not going to be able to handle. I don't think the the amount of data that we're going to do, and and uh, potentially even the amount of hits. They may say, hey, you need to you need to find a service or pay us a lot more money. <laughs> so. Um, and uh, Chronicles of EMS I guess it's kind of under the umbrella of uh, emsmedia.tv and I know we've touched on some of that already but uh, uh, kind of what's the concept behind the whole umbrella of the uh, emsmedia.tv site or you know uh, concept yeah EMS Media TV really it's bringing about web TV and social media for in a way, really, that uh, hasn't been seen not only from a TV model but from a social media model. I think if you look at some of the business models that are out there, and and I and I love Gems and I love EMS One for what they what they offer. But they're they're when you look at the videos and you look at all the different things that they offer, 
you know, their business model is very different than what we do. So let's try to delineate the differences there. They, they allow the community to come in and, and upload a ton of video, and, and there's a lot of different conversations. And really, they're, they want to be the number one resource, each of them, for uh, just ambulance content or EMS content on all fronts. And, and for that, that's, that, that is, is not what we are. So there's no real, it's not like we're competing with any entity out there at this moment. Uh, we're creating a channel where you can be as involved or not as involved as much as possible. And I think when you go to our site, the simplicity of the site will allow you to go in there, you view some of the videos, and you can get out. Or you go in there, you see some of the videos, you get kind of a, a, a little um, inspired to learn more about the community. You can dive a few pages in and find a complete social network infrastructure that, that is just waiting for you to tap into. And so while we're working, Chronicles being one of the series that we are going to be working on, there are multiple series that we're in the, pro, we're in the uh, pre-production stage. Uh, and, and one of those, it's, it's kind of a, a hidden gem a little bit, but the other side of EMS, which is HEMS, and the, uh, the HELO side of things that I kind of find it funny that it, we're, we're talking about it, but, you know, when trauma went out and did what they did, they dramatized, you know, paramedics and flight paramedics. Well, <laughs> we're going to separate that a little bit in, in keeping the reality of, of the different systems because they're both very different. The, they may interact at certain points, but I think they're two similar but very different crowds. And you've got you to gotta look at that from you, you're looking at niche audiences that want to see their content about them, and they want it to be factual. So by, by creating different series within the EMS community that focuses on those specific people, I think you gather that audience much faster and on the flip side, you know exactly who you're going to go to to sponsor those episodes. So, well, wow. uh, this is uh, it's a uh, this is a great project, and uh, it's been nice kind of seeing it uh, at least from the when I you know from the beginning of what has been uh, out there uh, on the internet and social media, just a kind of seeing this project uh, come along and seeing the community really coming together. Um, uh, I think the EMS community, uh, uh, just watching it from the outside, has, has really come together on this uh, on this project, and uh, I'm very excited about about the uh, premiere. And uh, um, I, I had, I guess, one of the things is that I mean, all these people are coming out in person for this premiere. Uh, that, that's a really a tribute to 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 the idea to the to the EMS community and to the chronicles of EMS community. I mean, it's just fascinating to watch. Yeah, I think that if you even begin to understand uh, the people that are involved so far, uh, one, this couldn't have happened without them. So uh, to, to the Jamie Davises, <laughs> to the, the Greg Freezes, the Chris Monteras, uh, the Carissa O'Briens, this all started because they also saw this vision, even when it wasn't quite a vision. It was, oh, my goodness, let's take advantage of this and let's figure out what we're going to do with it kind of mode. And it, and it really developed from there, but it, it could not have got to the number of people and in front of as many people as it did without their help. So I, I truly have to thank Miss Paramedic, Natalie, a huge supporter of this. And, and how, do you, how do you even thank these people for, for taking a certain vision of yours to the next level? Well, I'm, in, I'm indebted to them. So 
they've got my support 100 <laughs> percent well great great uh so with a couple of weeks left you probably have a lot of a uh, lot of still preparation to do things to put together uh, your uh your schedule's got to be nuts over the next uh, couple of weeks yeah we're uh just finishing up the the rough cut of the pilot episode so i have it literally in my inbox and i'm over the next couple of days i'm going to have to be tightening that up and doing the color correction and sound work and and music design and all of that stuff as we speak so that's where we're at now and what's unique is that (laughs) i'm talking with people saying hey what would sound better here and you know all the people that are in the community and know what we're doing are are kind of playing a uh, a part in (laughs) <laughs> making this better. So yeah. that's the unique part about this. <laughs> great, great. Uh, let's see, before I let you go tonight, uh, is there is there anything I forgot to ask? Is there is there uh, anything else that uh, you'd like to share with my audience about uh, Chronicles of EMS or uh, um, about EMS media? You know, at this point in time, I, I just I want people to know that this is, this is a, a grassroots effort that, that has started because we had a couple very passionate people who, who love what they do and they wanted to share what they were doing with the world. And I, and I think that if you, if you take the time to understand what the community is about, and it's really about getting as many people who want to make this industry better, whether it's technology, whether, whether it's through education, whether it's through you know, uh, web design and, and social platforms, whether it doesn't matter what it is that you're passionate about. This type of community and the groups of people that we're looking to bring together all have one thing in common. We want to create a, a, a better EMS community moving forward and saving more lives and being able to do things that we inherently just aren't used to has been, has been holding us back for, for some time. So getting used to Twitter if you've never had the chance to or getting used to how Facebook could enhance. There's, a, there's one last thing that I, wanna, I really want to emphasize, that there are a lot of EMS entrepreneurs out there that have visions, and I, I implore you, get a hold of people that you know, uh, myself included. If, if you need to you know, kind of flush out an idea, I'll tell you what, there's nothing that has been more helpful than people like uh, Mick Gunderson is, is a prime example of a gentleman who who saw my vision from the very beginning and, and has, has voluntarily called me up on re- regular occasions just discussing the business model and how it can be improved. And, and literally, just people like that, you, when you're paying it forward like that, it, you can just see the rewards and where that's going. And so find, find your mentor and, and take advantage of every chance you get to, to extract that information because I'll tell you what, your new idea will potentially change the EMS world. So I guess that's my last. <laughs> uh, and uh, b- before I let you go, uh, where can people uh, find you out there uh, um, in social media? And uh, what, what are some, uh, some sites and some links for the uh, Chronicles of EMS series? So uh, I can be found, my website is setlafilms.com. Uh, I can be found on, on all the social media networks from LinkedIn. Just go ahead and, and, and type in Ted Setla or Thaddeus Setla. Uh, from Facebook, forward slash Setla, at Setla on Twitter. And uh, we have, if you go throughout chroniclesofems.com, 
uh, you can find a lot of the information that we're talking about uh, with regards to the Ning Network or, um, oh, the other Facebook site, if you go Facebook forward slash C-O-E-M-S, which is short, obviously, for Chronicles of EMS, C-O-E-M-S, you'll find the whole Facebook page for the, for the Chronicles. So, again, we're uh, February 12th coming up is the premiere of the pilot episode. It is a networking party to pull together the brightest minds in EMS, and we're hoping to see as many people out there as possible. We're still focusing on locations, so there, if you go to the Chronicles of EMS site, there's a link saying RSVP for it if you're interested in learning more. Um, it's free. We're looking to find the sponsors to make sure events like this can be free. So as of right now, it is completely free for you to come by. And we're, if you are looking for a hotel for that weekend, one of the things, let us know. And we're, we're negotiating group rates right now with different hotels to, to get it the most affordable for everybody. So there you have it. Wow, great. <laughs> well, Ted, thank you so much for being on the show. This is uh, Ted Setlow from EMS Media. Uh, I can't believe that the time went by uh, so quickly, um, but uh, it's, been, it's been great to talk to you. Best of luck on this. Uh, I'd love to bring you back at some point just to kind of check in and, and uh, see how things are going. Uh, I, I wish I could be there, uh, to, to be in person, to be a part of the excitement there, but I know uh, you guys will find a, a, a way for people uh, who won't, won't be able to be there in person to uh, virtually be there. And, and that's the, the benefit of it. And, and thank you so much for, for having me on. And I, I learned about you several weeks ago, believe it or not, and uh, it, it's amazing to actually be on your show and, and talk with you because I found it to be quite entertaining uh, from the very get-go. And so thank you, for Miss P, for introducing me to your show. Yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten to know a lot of the uh, EMS uh, community. Uh, maybe sending out some more invites for uh, for people uh, over there. Uh, the, another shout-out to Jamie Davis for introducing me to, to that uh, sphere of uh, the uh, medical Internet blogosphere, whatever you want to call that. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it's been great to, uh, getting to know people there and, and uh, sitting in on some live shows, listening to, to some podcasts. Um, it's great. Uh, I, I, the EMS community, at least in social media land, uh, is very vibrant, and I think that will really be shown uh, with the chronicles of EMS as, uh, as things go forward. Absolutely, and I can't, uh, I can't wait. Literally, there's so many things to get done before then, but thank you, everybody, for, uh, for tuning in and, and and allowing me to kind of share the story with everybody. It's been great. Great. Uh, Ted Settler from ChroniclesofEMS.com, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, we'll talk very soon. Good luck with your premiere. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Thank you, sir. All righty. Okay. All right, kids. So, uh, yeah, hey, that was – how fun was that? That was a, that was a great time. Uh, that uh, – that again was uh, Ted Sutler from SutlerFilms.com, uh, Chronicles of EMS.com, uh, EMS Media. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're scheduled here for another 30 minutes, but I'm going to be ending the show here early. Uh, and uh, want to thank everybody for joining me here uh, this evening. Uh, if you hey, if you like the show, hey, come on back. You know, you can find me at DrAnonymous.com and uh, DrAnonymous.net and uh, DrAnonymous.org. Uh, and uh, friend me up there. Uh, I talk about some other things uh, uh, as well. And uh, my next show will be Saturday night um, on uh, January 16th, 2010 at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll lighten things up a little bit. Uh, I, uh, 
Uh, I talk about some news and just, just some silly things on my Saturday night show. So, so check that out. You can also go to blogtalkradio.com uh, slash Dr. Anonymous. So uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining me. I will close out. Uh, let me find a song here that we'll uh, close out with. And uh, thanks a lot, everybody. We will talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.